today, we're going to talk to a seller who's already brought one company on Amazon to eight figures of sales. And by next year, she will have brought another company to over 10 million in sales. And it's through using a lot of cool strategies she's going to share with us by opening up her products and listings to us. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Are you an agency, enterprise level seller, or an eight or nine figure seller and need advanced analytics? Market Tracker 360 might be the product for you. To get a demo of Market Tracker 360, go to h10.me forward slash MT360. That's h10.me forward slash MT360. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And we've got a serious seller here from um, not too far away from me, but coming from uh, Canada, we've got Elizabeth. How's it going? Hi, Bradley. How are you? I'm doing just delightful, thank you. Now, where in Canada exactly are you at? Yes, so I'm located in the province of Quebec, uh, about an hour uh, from Montreal. It's called Mirabel, so I'm near uh, the mountains here. Okay, now is that where you were born and raised, or did you go there at a later stage in life? So uh, my parents are originally from El Salvador in Central America. Uh, My mom came into the States uh, and stayed there for five years in the 1980s. And I was born there. I I was actually born in Long Island in uh, New York. Um, I hear a little bit. I hear a little bit of New York uh, there in the oh, accent. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, maybe because of my cousins, but I, I've never lived there. Actually, I, I came here to Quebec, and I was like a, a year and a half. Okay. So I'm mostly Canadian, uh, although I have my two passports there. That's, but yeah, <laughs> that, that's Canadian. kind of amazing. You know, like hey, you, you, you can be in New York uh, when you're seven months old, and then, and then it just stick it just sticks with you. You know, uh, so, somehow I guess I, I lived there for a year only or two years. I, f- I still feel like, and I was like. More than 20 years ago, I still feel like a little bit of uh, like a New Yorker. But anyways, been in Canada most of your life. So then I'm assuming English, Spanish, and French. Um, Correct. You speak? Yes. Okay. So um, my mom talked to us at, at the house in, in, um, in Spanish. Uh, mm-hmm. French came at school, English too. Uh, but I did have the opportunity to study uh, at the HEC Montreal, which is a uh, European um, university uh, here in Canada. Okay. What what was your major? It's uh, marketing and international exp- uh, business. Okay. Yeah. And then upon uh, graduation, did you enter that field? Uh, yes. So part of um, of my career path here is uh, a bit uh, different because I didn't really touch e-commerce before like 2018. Okay. Uh, prior to that, I was actually uh, selling um, to big companies in pharma, like uh, Thermo Fisher, VWR, 3M. Um, I was a marketing sales director. So I've always been in the business field, but it, we, it was more B2B. It was not um, uh, digital. Okay. All right. Interesting. Now, how then, you know, in the late 2010s, I guess yeah. you could say, how did you discover um, Amazon e-commerce? Yes. Uh, so in 2017, I started uh, working at a company called Pelican International. They are the Canadian company, which is actually the largest manufacturer of plastic kayaks. 
Um, and I had a particular mandate, which was to develop an accessory product lines for them to sell online. So they usually sell out all of all of their uh, products through big stores like uh, Dick Sporting Goods, uh, Costco, Walmart. And uh, they didn't have any really presence uh, with e-commerce. Uh, direct to consumer didn't exist at the time. And they wanted to start it with Amazon. Um, so because it wasn't an existing channel, I just like actually just armed myself with my enthusiastic and curious mind because I didn't know anything about Amazon. Okay. Um, and you know, like even after now it's been like five, almost six years that I'm within this ecosystem, it always continues to surprise me every day. Like it changes always. Um, but at the time, just to go back there, uh, we were set up as an Amazon um, 1P. Okay. Uh, so we were not doing a um, 3P uh, seller. Uh, and after 18 months, we launched a full uh, accessory product line in 2020 uh, for paddles, uh, dry bags, and many different accessories for the nautical um, outdoors activities. And um, it, it was a whole process because Amazon helped out during the process of the lineup. Uh, I've actually mm-hmm. read through like, at the time I didn't use Helium then. So I've, I've actually read a lot of all the reviews of different competitors and based on those reviews, we came out with the different models and concepts with our R&D um, company, uh, I'm sorry, department. Uh, to outsource these models in uh, China. And that's how we came with, you know, like when I left in 2022, uh, the brand alone was selling eight figures across 100 different ASINs and it started from nothing. And what what uh, in particular were you responsible uh, for? I was responsible of everything. So from A to Z. Okay. So and so then yeah. you know you, you can almost you, you can take most of the credit then from that that increase in sales. Uh yes, most of it. Of course I had like a, a team, you know, with me helping me out, like just sure. R and D and uh, graphics and content and everything. But like the strategy, like the go to market strategy, yeah, it came from me. So did you did you launch products uh, as well or just take their existing listings and 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 try to just, you know, market it in a better way on Amazon? Like where where, no, where did it, a lot of, uh, most of that growth come from? we launch product, like all of them. Uh, like for instance, we used to have five different models of paddles. Uh, when I left, we had five different categories and each of them had three to five different variations. Um, so it was mainly like taking the small, small category of accessories that they had and just broadly coming with different uh, subcategories. Mm-hmm. And how do we uh, sell these uh, to the different, uh, to the, to the Amazon customer. And a hundred percent, the products that were launched were all one P or like through vendor, through vendor central, where it says shipped and sold by Amazon. Yes. It was all through one uh, P. Now what's, you know, for, for those who might not be familiar, you know, we're, we're not going to fast forward yet in your, your journey to, to the three P side, but what are some of the biggest differences uh, like things you might not have control over things that are completely different on the process when you're a 1P as opposed to 3P? Yeah, so um, I feel like 1P, it's good when you have a good relationship with your vendor manager, if you get to talk to him. Uh, first year, we didn't have this relationship, so it was kind of hard. Uh, but basically, um, what is different is that you don't control demand. 
you don't have all these access to different promotions uh, that you do uh, with uh, 3P um, seller side. Um, although I'm not really familiar of the changes that have been made in the last year and a half because yeah, I'm yeah. not anymore in the one piece, so maybe it is. Uh, but just like brand analytics, like uh, on the 3P side, that it's, it changed my life, you know, here uh, as a seller now. Uh, and the vendor side, we didn't have access. I believe they do now, uh, but at the time they didn't. Um, one of the things also, it's forecasting, the forecasting process, uh, the way they uh, order for us, it was every Monday. So they actually just issue POs and you have to go to the, to the how can I say, process of uh, seeing if you can accept those or not, if you have enough stock or not. Uh, so it, it was more, um, how can I say, uh, a little bit more difficult. And also all the negotiation part, you know, with the percentages that they take for allowances and all of that, it's, it gets very corporate. It is a B2B uh, relationship when you are a 1P uh, seller. Okay. Uh, how about Amazon advertising? Is that a very similar experience or are there differences there with how you run the PPC? Um, it was. Uh, however, I run it now on a very different um, strategy side, meaning that uh, I do it with an agency. I do have the budget. I'm with a company now that has a budget for that. Uh, Pelican at the time didn't do it that way. It was very sporadic and not really, mm. um, how can I say, um, we didn't really have like a strategy around it. It was more like keyword based. Um, so I don't know exactly what they're doing now. I, I believe they have somebody doing uh, the uh, the advertising part. Okay. Uh, what about listing? You know, um, again, I, I'll, some of this is is different to me because I don't have personal experience. You know, with with one P. How much control over your listing optimization do you have, or is Amazon the one who is creating the listings, or you're the, you have full control over the images and the copy and things like that? So copy and images, you do have full control. Uh, okay. The only thing that you don't have full control is pricing. <laughs> um, that's one of the things that we didn't like. It's like it was, it, it was sporadic. Sometimes they just run like a, a deal or something on our on our product listing, and we didn't even agree to that, or we didn't issue that. And I think but they still have to pay you the same, like, like if they decide for some crazy reason, hey, we're going to yeah. give a 50% off discount. It's not like they're gonna, they can tell you, hey, you need to give us 50% nope. off or something like that. Exactly. Okay. So it's mainly, I believe it's mainly for them to, they, it's, I'm pretty sure it's an algorithm doing that. So they have too much talk. It's not moving enough. So they just like issue like a 10%. Our problem with that is that, uh, you know, it's we were an omni-channel company. So we had other uh, retailers also where we cannot just run random mm, yeah. promotions uh, and having one price at Dick Sporting Goods and another on Amazon, you know. Uh, we yeah. were a map company, but they don't, like Amazon doesn't really uh, go with the map yeah. policy, you know. So that, that was one of the things that was difficult for us, but uh, it was more the like the first first 18 months because after that, when we got our good relationship with the ma vendor manager, he did understand that we cannot be like playing around with our prices. Okay. Now, in retrospect, you know, my question is going to be like, which, which would you choose? Like, so, you know, th there might be some sellers out there or some companies Maybe they're not on Amazon yet. And, and I've heard this question before. It's like, hey, uh, I'm trying to get on Amazon. I actually have an offer from, from Amazon. They want to do 1P with me. They want me to go vendor central route. Or 
should I just start, you know, like, like most people and and go full 3P and just, you know, set up my own Seller Central account and 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 do everything on my own? Um, are there situations where that answer might be different or is, is your answer the same in all situations? And if so, what is, which, which one would you choose? Um, that's a pretty good question. I think, I think 3P seller is just like, it's the setup that you need to, to have to launch and it just offers so much more opportunities and more control. Um, especially if you do it FBA, um, the only part where I see it a little bit, uh, more difficult, it would be like when you do big bulk items like kayaks are, those are not uh, profitable on a three P seller, um, program, you know? Um, so the fact that Amazon is buying those from you, stocking them and, uh, you actually just giving in an allowance. Yeah, maybe the allowance is big, but it, it doesn't cover for what would it cost for you to send it out to uh, an FBA uh, center. Okay. So I, I would say that it depends on your product, depends on the dimensions. Uh, if it is for control, 3P all the way. Uh, I do believe you do have much more uh, capabilities within the 3P seller uh, program. Um m- one ultimately what we love to have it's like a three p seller program direct you know uh where you have all this infrastructure that can have uh, custom customer services and sure. where you have the full control and you own the uh the amazon customers data that that, that would be the the ultimate setup okay all right now you know you seem to be writing pretty high you know bringing this this big brand to to eight figures but you're not at that company anymore so so how how did it come about that uh you were looking for another opportunity uh yeah so uh after five years with uh pelican i found a brand called algical and it really caught my attention uh is a it's a company based in vancouver uh they make uh supplements uh for bone health they are um experts in bone health and everything that they do is around uh, both uh, bone supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just call out to me because I do have um, my family, all almost all women in my family suffer from uh, osteoporosis. Um, so it's something that their mission really called upon me. And I joined them, you know, to help them grow their Amazon business because they already had something uh, going on there. They were a seven-figure, very nice, healthy uh, company. I just thought that my um, experience could bring them to the next level, you know. And um, since it's been a year, almost a year and a half now that uh, I'm there, uh, we've achieved uh, double-digit growth. Uh, We uh, launched... Uh, so, so when you got to the, when you got to the company, what what was like their their annual revenue, and then what, what is it ab- about yeah. now? It's so. uh, it's still seven figures, but we mm-hmm. are we are uh, getting to like next year we'll make the eight figures for sure. Uh, wow. Actually, okay. this year is uh, our most successful year in history. Uh, we also launched Amazon Canada, and we most recently launched Walmart.com too. Wait, is, isn't this a a Canadian based company to start with? Yes, it is. Uh, so, so they, they before you came to the company, they had decided to to start in Amazon USA. Yes. Not even in their own home 
marketplace. Okay. And just by the way, Pelican did the same. <laughs> They, okay. They, well, I mean, start, they started with the U.S. and then they huh. went. They went for. I, I know people who go both ways. You know, yeah. obviously, U.S. is way, way higher demand. But then some people are like, "Hey, this is my own country. I've already got my packaging. You know, for for this, I, I'm assuming the. Uh, you know, you're. you're I, I have a little bit of experience with supplements uh, in North America, and it's it's like completely di- not completely, but pretty pretty big differences in packaging for my U.S. version and. And, and Canadian version, like the Canadian one, I think it had to be in French and English, yes, and I okay. could only say some things. Is that similar with, with you guys, too? Yes, so uh, supplement facts are different. The measurements there, uh, it needs to be bilingual. You need the NPN number, too, for your, um, your products. And, you know, there's also the formulation. Like, for instance, uh, vitamin D uh, in, in Canada, uh, we cannot be above uh, 800 IUs on, on the supplement facts. Uh, but however, on in the U.S., we have it at 1,000 IU. So it, it, it really depends on, the, on what you're selling. Um, part of the... Part of Algical, what it's good is that we actually manufacture in the U.S. and in Canada. So that's that gives us much more uh, leverage there to have our own formulated products for uh, the different territories. Okay. Now, um, I'm just looking here at I'm, – I'm just going to run um, X-ray, X-ray keywords on here just to see some of your your main keywords um, that, that you know might be driving some traffic – because I'm not I'm not fully familiar with with your brand, but I'm um, I'm seeing um I I would have expected mainly branded keywords, which way which I do see here. You know I do see I do see your brand mm-hmm. Algae Cal. You know you're ranked high in Algae Cal Plus, but you've got like you know high search volume keywords that I would think is is very like competitive, like calcium supplement, seventy thousand search volume uh, keyword. You know tons of tons of products. And you're coming in at this price point of like $70, $80. I saw another product you had $100. Yes. You know, the traditional thought might be, man, it's going to be hard to complete, compete in supplements at all, let alone with this like super high price point. So this is a product that, you know, according to Helium 10 estimations, you're selling over, you know, between the these two variations here, over 2,000 units a month. So you're obviously very successful. How are you able to compete in such a competitive niche at this nearly $100 price point? Yes. Um, so I think you got a great point here, uh, Bradley. It's that our product is high end in the calcium supplement um, category. Uh, part of it is because uh, we have a unique formulation that uh, most of the calciums comes from rock-based calcium. Uh, ours is actually plant-based uh, it comes from the south um, south shores of uh, Brazil, and um, it's 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 based from a red algae that contains the thirteen uh, different nutrients that are, are proven, and that's that's one of the things with algae. We actually have three clinical supporting studies that says that our product. Uh, will increase bone density within six months. So if a customer starts today and, ta- and t- it has osteoporosis, goes for a DEXA scan, which is a, a test that uh, your doctor can, um, can uh, subscribe for you to do, and we can see the density of your bones, within six months, you will see an increase in bone density. And if it doesn't, and you have proof of that, we will actually give you back all your money. Uh, that's one of our guarantees that we have. So it's like, 
yes, it's an investment, but it's an investment that works. And that is the message that we are trying to uh, get to our customers as much as possible through Amazon. We do it very well on their DDC side. And my mission was to do the same on, uh, on Amazon. You know, we have a, today we have a community of over 25,000 uh, members within Facebook uh, that is actually a community where we uh, share recipes. We have lives with different doctors or bone experts. So we are not just selling a calcium supplement. We're actually um, taking care of our customers, giving them all the support they need. Uh, our, our biggest uh, customer is going to be within the 70s, 80s. They are hurt. Their bones hurt. Uh, most of them maybe just broke a hip. Uh, they can't move anymore. Uh, they can't do their activities uh, as they, they they did before. Uh, so we have this, uh, our customer service, we actually call them bone health consultants because that's what they are. They actually provide supports to these customers and uh, they are like our average call. It's like, it, it's above 30 minutes. You will not have a call of five minutes. We actually want to understand what you eat, what are your uh, exercise activities, uh, what other supplements or medications you are taking to making to make sure that our product is well um, is well integrating within your lifestyle. Um, so that's our difference, and that's what we're trying to uh, put out there. Uh, within our PDP, if you look at it, uh, we have a lot of content. I know that most of our uh, competitors, uh, they do it more shorter uh, bullet points and imagery. For us, yes, the imagery needs to be condensed straight to the point, but also it needs to have much, uh, much um, information around it uh, towards why to take our product. Uh, we also have our A plus content that has a lot of copy, I know, uh, but we need to uh, understand, uh, the customer needs to understand too uh, what is the stage, uh, what stage of their, li uh, their life are their bones. So that's one of the things that we are trying also to communicate through um, the, uh, the A plus content. We also have all these documents, you know, we have spec sheets. We have a Bone Health Companion, which is actually a magazine that we release every two months with different recipes. And every two months we go in it and we change it. Uh, we have the user guide also of our products. Um, so a lot of different content. And I know that maybe not all of the customers will read through it, but I want to make it available to make sure that for those ones that really want to do their research, the information is there. Interesting. Interesting. Now, again, I'm just looking at the, the main keyword here. And sure enough, I mean, I, I didn't look at it before, but sure enough, it's just what I thought, you know, like you look at who's at the you know top organic position on some of these keywords and you've got, you know, nature made $15 and, and, and nature's bounty $11 and yeah. $12. Uh, you know, another, another one here, $15. And then you could, you could just, now, first of all, I'm just looking here, like your organic position even, isn't even that high, but you're still getting tons of sales from this keyword because you do have multiple looks like you're outbidding them on uh sponsored ads. I saw like, like I refreshed the screen and now it's not there anymore, but I saw like you had two spots here in sponsored ads. You know, I see you've had, um, 
sponsored uh, header, the, the sponsored brand um, header, the headline ad there. Um, but and you can compete on this on this on this keyword. Now, I would assume, like I, I don't even want to know almost the cost per click on a keyword like calcium supplement must be like out of control. Like, I don't know, $10 or something crazy, right? No, not that bad. Calcium supplement is not that bad. The the worst one, we do have a product, which is an omega-3 fish oil supplement. That is just Uh incredible. Uh, But calcium supplement, it's around $4 to $5 a click, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's still, you know, like, you know, like coffin shelf is like 50 cents. But but for, 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 um, I guess at that higher price point, it, it, it allows you to, to to bid high. You know, like sometimes, I mean, just imagine guys, that four and $5 price point is what these like nature made and these $11 products are having to compete at. They're obviously losing money there, but they're making the money back on the subscribe, you know, and save because these, you know, you, you get you get people into this product and, and you know, that you get them on subscribe and save and now you don't have to pay PPC on them forever. But if you go in at a higher price point because it's a higher end thing, um, it's important to, you know, to, to, to get them in subscribe and save and, and make even more money. And, and it's always, it's not a race to the bottom guys. You know, we've had, um, people on the podcast before, uh, Ann Ferris, you know, might be one that people are familiar with and she's in like the, the baby, the baby, uh, niche and, and people sometimes go into their main keywords and they actually look for the most expensive. So her strategy is, Hey, I want to be the most expensive on the page because people, parents, you know, have, you know, they want to, they want to make sure they're giving their baby the best. They don't want to go cheap on that. And this might be one of those niches too, you know, like, like calcium supplements. I mean, this is like somebody in their twilight years, you know, it's like, Hey, I I want to extend, you know, I want to make sure my last, uh, you know, 20 years on this earth are, are as pleasant as can be. I don't, might not want to go ahead and get this $11 calcium that I used to get, you know, when I was, when I was, uh, young. So, it's a, it's a strategy that that's 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 I think important to understand that don't always be thinking you have to be the cheapest in your niche in order to be successful. And here we have Elizabeth as an example. Um, that's not the case. Now, uh, I also I, I just while we were talking, I was running a Cerebro on your um, on your product here, and I noticed you've got like a lot of sponsored brand um, sponsored brand header. I see you're running so it looks like some some video on some keywords and then you're you're showing up in the the highly rated uh section um here so you you've got a lot of uh placements what what gives you the most bang for your your buck is it your organic placement is it the sponsored uh, video your sponsored brand header um where do you think that you're you're getting the best ROI? Yeah, so at the moment our ratio is still 60/40, so 60% of our sales comes from organic, 40% comes from sponsor. Okay. Out of that sponsor, uh, what is really working for us at the moment is definitely uh, sponsor brand videos. Uh, sponsor brands videos, and you do have to have you know the content and um, how can they say the different. Uh, types of videos uh, that you want to have, depending on what it is your strategy or what are you targeting. Um, but it, it's mostly for engagement. It's it's the best um, it, it's the best placement that we've reached for the last, I would say, maybe two months uh, since it has been available. And um, part of it is also because we tied it with our uh, Amazon store. Uh, our Amazon store, we recently uh, did a full refresh uh, uh, on it. And we have different pages, uh, sub pages there 
for instance, we will have uh, sponsor brand videos at the moment about uh, adding to cart if we want. And uh, once they click, they go on our on our sub page, which is for deals. Um, so we make sure that the customer uh, looks at uh, a, a sponsor uh, brand video ad, and then they go out on the right uh, sub page where they will uh, more convert. You know, we actually run a campaign. Uh, for osteoporosis month in the month of May. And it, everything was around um, bone health. And we had this sub page called bone health that was built. That is a uh, half yes for conversion, but also half for content. And it did really, really good. Uh, we paired it out with subscribe and save coupon. Uh, we've managed to uh, only that month get 550 new subscribers. Um, so that's wow. one of the things uh, we're trying to uh, leverage more and more. It's also our subscriber space. It is now 40% of our uh, revenue, and uh, we are increasing at about 8 to 10% every month. Um, so that too, we need to make sure that uh, we get that uh, customer once, then we want it to be a loyal customer yeah. uh, because we do know what is our LTV uh, down the road. And we want to make sure, you know, that yes, the cost per acquisition for that that particular customer, yes, maybe during Prime Day it was almost nothing, let's say, but on the long run, it, it will bring you uh, much more revenue. Interesting, interesting. Now I'm looking at um, just a, an, another keyword, and I saw one of your sponsor brand video comes up. It, it looks like it almost starts with like a UGC, like or it just is. you know, like uh. Did you like, hey, th this is like, you know, our typical avatar here and, and this customer submitted this. This is a it'll kind of like get the attention of some people might uh, scrolling here. Is that kind of like the, the route you went with this uh, video? That is correct. Uh, we actually, like I mentioned before, we have 25,000 uh, community members and we receive hundreds of testimonials every month. It's incredible how our community loves our product and wants to talk about it. Uh, so our video team uh, does a lot of different ads with these testimonials. And we just feel that it's much more engaging. Uh, the message really resonates with our audience when it comes from uh, our real life um, testimonial. I see at the very top of the page, this is one of the first I've seen uh, of a different kind. I mean, this is that same keyword, but this, you know, traditionally is just a regular, you know, sponsored brand, you know, ad or sponsored brand headline ad where there's like three products uh but then what i'm seeing here it's it's another uh video that that auto plays and like this big it, it kind of takes a it's, it almost seems like it takes a bigger section of, of the top of the page yes but this one is going to your storefront what kind of ad is this here at the top uh that's the sponsor uh, brand video and it's actually you have you can choose that uh, per um category or you can choose it per um, sub page, and that that one is actually just going to our homepage, if not mistaken. Interesting. Yeah. So this is like a sp you have two sponsored brand video uh, ad placements on the same uh, exact page. So that's a that's an interesting uh, thing. I haven't uh, you know haven't even seen before. We tried um, to get the more real estate that we can, and I I cannot take credit for all of this. It's our mm -hmm. agency. They're pretty pretty uh, innovative there. Uh, we work in pair, you know, uh, I draw the strategy, they execute. Uh, one of the things that uh, really worked with us too is that uh, it's been maybe a couple of months now that we're doing a lot of DSP and we are actually moving much more towards uh, DSP advertising. 
um, okay. than sponsor just because of the capabilities of doing really targeting with audiences. And that really just gives us much more control over what are we serving to the customer depending on where on the purchasing journey they are. Uh, so, for instance, we are pairing uh, customers, let's say, upper funnels. It's more about uh, are these customers, I don't know, let's say, for instance, one of the things, because I, I used to work with Pelican, I knew that their audiences on Amazon actually were about 50 plus because these are customers that didn't really want to, you know, go to Dick's Sporting Goods, take out the kayak, put out on the on the on the car they actually just rent it out um sorry buy it and it went out to the cottage um so what i did is we actually had an outdoor video where we see uh, where we see uh, um you know a couple just doing kayak on the water and we have all of this messaging around um fortifying your bones to make sure that you can continue uh doing your activities and that video uh, we are actually using it in the category for nauticals within the sponsor, but we are also using it on DSP. Uh, so on DSP, we're able to say, you know, like if they bought a kayak within the last 60 days and uh, they are 50 plus, uh, we can do like a, a lot of more uh, targeted audiences yeah. there. Yeah. Interesting. What other unique programs are, are you doing? You know, we, we've talked about some common ones. We've talked about some more unique ones like, like DSP. Um, any more unique things that you're, you've, you know, programs that you've taken advantage of uh, at Amazon or, or have we hit, you know, most of them? Um, I tend to be, I've been classified as a tester. <laughs> I love to test everything. Uh, every time I see a beta out there, I'm just trying to get my hands on it and see what I can do with it. Um, and I think it's part of the success because you can really... Uh, try and test to see what's resonating, you know, uh, with your uh, customer. One of the things that we've recently uh, have done, and I cannot tell you if it's going to work or not because it's fairly new, it's actually, you know, these tailored promotions that came out uh, on Seller Central. Uh, we can actually now mm, yeah. uh, serve an, ex um, an exclusive deal, let's say, to a particular audience. For instance, we're doing with, bar um, brand cart abandonment uh, audience, which is perfect because Prime Day was just like a couple of uh, weeks yep. ago, you know, um, and we are serving them a coupon uh, for to get them within the brand. But we're also at the same time having this uh, catchy uh, add to cart uh, OTT video uh, within DSP that is serving to that, that, to that same audience uh, the ad so they can see uh, that we have a coupon. So it's just like making these connections between what you're able to do in promotions, how you can pair it out with DSP or with sponsor. Uh, I guess just being very creative. Interesting. And then now, now that first part that you mentioned, a lot of regular sellers have that. Like the second part is definitely through DSP, yeah. but that 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 tailored uh, thing, I think I think a lot of sellers now yes. have have access to that. So you're you're combining uh, combining both of it. I, I like it. Uh, what about in Helium 10? What, what are some of your favorite tools and, and functions that, you know, like you said, you know, back in the day, you, you didn't have Helium 10. Like what kind of things are you using now for, for your brand that, that, that you're probably thinking, dang it, I wish I had this in 2017 when I was when I was trying to, to figure this out or something like that? Yeah, so um, I, 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 um, 
I have a, a colleague of mine that he's really the one that is uh, using, uh, you know, listing builder, uh, keywords, Cerebro, all of these. Um, most of, for me, within my job, uh, a more a strategic level, uh, we actually use Market360. So Market360 okay. is one of the tools that we that I use a lot uh, to understand actually how much of market shares are we actually getting uh, every quarter? Uh, what are our competitors doing uh, that maybe we are not? Um, and also for product launch. So we are launching new products in uh, September and October. And mo- part of the research is all based on Market360 to see like what is really uh, our competitive uh, advantage here? What is the market that we want to target to one what what are we trying to aim, you know, with this product launch after six months, 12 months? So it's just part of our uh, strategical uh, planning. Um, okay. But other than now, that. For, for those who are listening, like, and they're like looking at their dashboard, like, wait a minute, I don't have this. So Market Tracker 360 is kind of like almost like separate from from Helium 10, um, you know, for higher end, higher end sellers. Now, this is uh, it's not something that you have just like in your diamond plan or or something, even me, I, I haven't used it. It's for, for like, for, for very, you know, kind of big sellers like Elizabeth here. So talk to me about what, well, like one strategy, like you said, you, you're looking at it at launch. So like before, before you get into the niche, what are the data points that you're looking at in Market Tracker 360 to, uh, are you saying that you're looking at that to even decide if it's something you want to go in or you're like, hey, we are definitely going in here. Let me just kind of like benchmark what what the existing landscape is doing, so that I I can see how I'm I'm you know taking taking market share from them, or or how are you lo- using it in this sense of launch, like you said. So at the beginning, it was more to yes, we are launching this new product. What is the benchmark, you know, uh, on Amazon? Um, now it's difficult for me to go into the details without revealing what we're going to launch, and I, sure, I, sure, sure. I, I can do that, yeah. uh, but. Um, one of the things now with time, knowing that, okay, this is our market share, it's more about how do we position the product? Uh, so the product have different uh, ingredients if we want in it. And uh, with Market360, for me, it's about, okay, what is the market for each individuals of these categories or these sets of keywords? So we have these different ingredients and um, or vitamins, if we want, within the same formulation. And we want to see which one of them has the more potential for us mm. um, as far as sales. And then serving within that category and say, hey, by the way, we're not just selling this. Our formulation have this, 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 and this for this price, actually. So it's about getting more value to the customer within one category and make them switch from what they are already um, buying, but actually they are not, they, they are paying for something that if they go with our product, they will get much more value out of their money. So yeah. that that's the type of strategy okay, now, like, but it's more like go to market. And I, yeah. I can maybe talk to you uh, later on next year about how it went, but that is uh, how I'm utilizing to uh, market 360. Uh, But another tool that for me uh, as a director marketplace I love is your new dashboard, (laughs) your new dashboard insights. I just go in, I have all the information I need. And, you know, I I saw this morning that now we have competitors there for each of our products. It's awesome. So for me, it's just going to one place and having all the information when I need it. Awesome. Awesome. So, guys, if if anybody out there is, you know, doing 
four or five million dollars or more and think that market tracker 360 might be a, a, a fit for you just just go to h10.me forward slash mt360 and you can get a, a free demo on on that tool as far as what you also mentioned the insights dashboard that's what everybody um has uh access to or as long as you have a diamond and uh, and above and, and we got some cool things elizabeth that's that's crazy. You know, the competitor was just a start, but now once you set your competitors, you know, like we're going to tell you, Hey, did you know that your competitor is getting sales from this keyword and you don't even have it in your listing? Uh, I mean, theoretically you should have been, you, I mean, I'm sure you, like you said, you have a colleague who's mm -hmm. using Cerebro. He, he, that's probably the, uh, his or her job, you know, to, to use Cerebro and try and find those. But now instead of him having to, you know, take 10 minutes to do it, you're just going to instantly get this uh, notification that that did all the work for you um actually, it'll be interesting to see i wonder if your competitor is gonna feel, or your competitor your, your co-worker there is going to feel a little bit uh nervous like man helium 10 is taking my job away i bet i bet i gotta find some new strategies to stay uh, to stay relevant here um before we get to your last uh strategy you know like we always ask everybody for their their 60 second tip of the day let's uh, switch gears you know somebody who's in the the kind of like health niche here and um you know might be might might have some interesting insight but what i ask all my guests is uh, this year um, is is on the health side. Like like we're we're all entrepreneurs. We're we're working uh, for companies uh, in the space. Actually, you, your story is similar to mine. Like before Helium Ten, I used to work for a supplement, uh, a very uh, popular supplement company. Uh, I didn't sell on Amazon myself, but anyways, um, regardless if we're in the supplement space or we're not, you know, like I uh, health is, is important. And, and sometimes, and we get in these kind of jobs, and it's it's fun for us. I'm sure I could just see you know from talking to you, it's fun. And sometimes we, we might overwork ourselves or 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 just you know forget that we just work 12 hours like what do you do for hobbies to make sure that you get away from from work and, and what are some like healthy habits that, that that you have that you know to to, to make sure that you're, you're staying you know grounded yeah. you know emotionally mentally physically mostly uh one of the things that i do is it's it, to have like a routine i'm an early person i wake up at 5 a.m uh, I make uh, most of my day in the morning, you know, reading. Uh, I'm listening to either one of your podcasts or some something else about Amazon for sure. Um, I go for a run. I love running. Uh, I started out at the beginning. I couldn't even have like half a, uh, a K. I, I couldn't even do that. And now I run between 10 and 15 uh, K every week. So, I, yeah, I love to run. I run in trails, uh, nature. I love nature and just getting outside. So it's something that really helped me out. All right, let's close it with uh, what's a 30 or your 60 second tip. Uh, you know, you've been talking a lot about, you know, your, your strategies and things. But is there something you mentioned today you can say in 30 or 60 seconds or less that you think can help our listeners out there? Uh, yeah, so we've been talking about different uh, strategies, you know, that could help you uh, within Amazon Marketplace. Uh, but one key takeaway that I think it's crucial, and I did talk about it in, during our conversation, is content. But not just any content, but the right kind of content. So we are using uh, ChatGPT for like, I'm pretty sure a lot of our audience here, uh, but we use it to dissect our product reviews, but not just to gain deeper understanding of our customers. We're really asking about their uh, psychological, social, cultural factors uh, within these uh, reviews to try to understand, you know, their um, intrinsic and extrinsic values. So really what they are trying what is driving the customer towards your product? And what are they tangibly 
uh, wanting to have, you know, what are the benefits that customers are getting out of the product? Um, and we actually uh, had a lot of success with this, uh, understanding these various factors and values from our uh, customers. Uh, we tailored our message. Uh, we actually, like, for example, on our analysis, it revealed that like a large portion of our products were actually purchased by adults for their aging parents. So we actually, we took this mm. and we make it a, a caregiver campaign with Amazon DSP with tailored messaging around these adults, not targeting 55 plus, but maybe targeting 28 to 45, you know, with this message yeah. about taking care of your parents, not just an investment for them, but also an investment for you. Um, so these types of uh, information you can get by uh, utilizing uh, ChatGPT with the reviews, but not just like, oh, what they are saying. No, no, no. Like, go deeper. Ask them, yeah. ask chat, like, really questions about what do you think their values are? Uh, where do they find our products? Like, for us, it was a lot recommended by doctors. So now we have a lot of much, much more uh, doctors or clinical types of imagery within our content. So these types of um, informations are, are very good to have. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Uh, well, uh, Elizabeth, it was great, you know, getting to know, you know, your story, really inspiring and seeing all the success you've had. Um, where will I be seeing you? Like, are you going to uh, Amazon Accelerate or maybe Amazon Unbox or any of these conferences coming up? Yeah. So I'll be uh, at Amazon Unbox this year. Unbox. Yes. All right. I'll see you there in October. And uh, when we have you back on this show next sometime next year, um, hopefully you can be able to say that, hey, maybe you hit that eight figure uh, mark uh, already for the second time now uh, in, in, in six years. So that, that would be awesome. So thanks a lot. And we'll see you soon. Thank you, Bradley.